Welcome to Shelter Church. We are a Holy Spirit anchored, spirit filled, led, and directed. We believe that God has good plans for your life, your family, and together for us as a community. Be spirit filled, led, and directed. Today we're going to be starting from the book of John, chapter 8. Um, book of John, chapter 8 verse 36 book of john chapter 8 verse 36 so i hope you guys are good and you're okay and that the lord has been doing good most importantly thank you very much for coming to church uh thank you very much thank you for honoring god um, with your time um, the lord sees you and honors you with your time and may the lord give you the wisdom and understanding to manage your time um, remember it's not by might nor by power but by the spirit of the lord that we are able to, to come and fellowship as a lot it is not by mistake that you are here it was god ordained for you to be to be here and to be logging in into our zoom church as we honor our small beginnings come on somebody as we honor our small beginnings um, the bible says if you, if you if you become faithful with a little he will trust you with much so these are the small beginnings um, the prophet zechariah says um do not despise the days of small beginnings. Come on, someone. Do not despise the days of small beginnings. For it is through a seed. I'm preaching already, but Lord, if you're not away. <laughs> it is through a seed that we are able to have a forest. Come on, somebody. Amen. So let us be faithful with our mustard seed of faith. Come on. We're going somewhere. So book of um, the book of John chapter 8, verse 36. Come on, some. Can you clap hands for that? If you if you have already not opened your book, you are not celebrating, because I hear the Lord says, "I'm breaking chains." So some of you, you've been chains in some areas of your life, and the Lord says, "This is the day that I'm breaking those chains. This is the day that I'm delivering you out of that bondage." Says the Lord. I hope you hear what I'm saying. This is the day that the Lord is saying, "I am breaking chains." So when we read the book of John, chapter eight, verse thirty-six, it says, "So if the Son sets you free." You will be free indeed. <laughs> so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. So who is the son here in this picture? The son himself is Jesus Christ who died for you on the cross. That's the most important thing that you must understand as a child of God. The Bible says that no man can be able to go through God unless he goes through Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is our mediator between, between us and God. So the Son comes to set us free. Not free on the areas that we are praying for so that we, uh, we can be able to enjoy our flesh desires, but he comes to redeem our natural man so that it can be able to fellowship with our spirit man. Because from the beginning, Genesis, come on somebody, the enemy came to separate the flesh from fellowshipping with the spirit, whereby we wrestle between flesh and the spirit. So there's a war between the flesh and the spirit. But I hear the Lord says today, if you are ready to die for himself, he is willing to deliver you so that you may be able to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh, so that you can be able to have a lifestyle that is led by the spirit, not that is led by the worldly system. So here comes our Lord Jesus Christ. We see him in the Old Testament as a man who is concealed, but we see him again in the New Testament as a man who is revealed. He is 
Alpha and Omega. He has been there all along. He has been there all along. He has been prophesied by apostle, by prophets that he is the Messiah. Let me correct myself. He has been prophesied by prophets that he is coming and he is the mighty one. He's the great counselor. He's the great physician. He is Jesus Christ. So if the son sets you free, you shall be free indeed. So here's John the apostle say, hey, you must understand something that the one that you chose to worship, when he has set you free, you are free indeed. But the only way to remain free, you must remain in him. When we read the book of John chapter 15, the Bible says that we need to remain in him so that we may he, we need to remain in him so that he may remain in us. So it's something that you must understand. It is a relationship. It is not a one-man show whereby you are only participating and the Lord is not taking involvement in your life. As we behold the door of the Lord, we go from glory to glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. As we behold the glory of the Lord, the, 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 behold the glory of the Lord, we go from glory to glory. So we, we, we go unto this mirror knowing that we will be set free indeed. So it is a permanent deliverance. But for us to receive this permanent deliverance, we must be willing. I hope you hear what I'm saying. We must be willing to die from self. We must be willing to die from self. So when you come into the throne of our Lord Jesus Christ, you must understand something, that he's ready to set you free. He's ready to set you free. But he wants you to understand why you have chosen to walk with him. Because when the Son of Man sets you free, you shall be free indeed. So here is our Lord Jesus Christ being concealed in the Old Testament, showing forth his glory by demonstrating it in the lives of Moses, by demonstrating it in the life of Job, by demonstrating the life of Joseph. All together. So we find ourselves in trials and tribulations and because we, we don't understand this faith that the Lord has brought us in, because you must understand something that the Lord chose you before you have to choose him, says the Lord. So you must understand the Bible says we, he loved us before you have to love him. So when God demonstrated his power within those who, who, who came before Jesus Christ, he's showing us how he's going to redeem us as Gentiles, how he's going to welcome us as Gentiles, those who have not been chosen from the beginning to receive the kingdom of God. This is how Peter says it. Peter says that we are once not of the people of God, but now we are the people of God. Now we are the chosen generation, a priesthood royal kingdom that has been chosen to represent Jesus Christ on this earth. Emphasis added. So you have not yet been rejected, but we reject ourselves when we reject him who has chose us. Because you must understand something that you are made in the image of the Lord. You are made in the image of the Lord. But it takes wisdom. It takes you remaining in the word of the Lord. It takes you to, to, to be able to fight the good fight of to fight the good fight of faith in Christ. It takes you to be able to enjoy the doctrine of the word. It takes you to be able to be disciplined by our Lord Jesus Christ. Here is God demonstrating his power in the Old Testament. When we see Adam and Eve, I hope you are following. As we see Adam and Eve, God tells them that, hey, you have betrayed, you have disobeyed, I ought to get, but since you have disobeyed, I'm going to kick you out of the Garden of Eden. 
And since you have disobeyed me, I am still a God who is faithful to his creation. Come on, somebody. He is still faithful to his creation. He is so determined to set you free that he won't stop until you are free indeed. That is the message that that God wants you to understand today. That you must not focus on what is happening around you. Here is Adam and Eve. They have disobeyed God. They have eaten from the forbidden tree. But God still has a plan. Listen to what God says. God says to the devil who has deceived them and say, Hey, you must understand something. The same woman that you have deceived, I shall use him. Come on. I shall use him. Come on. I shall use him to strip you of your power. But the enemy didn't know what he was talking about. He said, the same woman that you have deceived. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So sometimes God can use what the enemy was using to destroy your life, to turn it around for your good. Sometimes you went to relationship because you, you, you were ignorant. Come on, somebody. Sometimes you went to things, to environment because you were influenced by your in- environment. Sometimes we went through things because we were born in Bethlehem and we were born in a place that was not accommodating the glory that God has given us. But God was not yet done with us. And God is not yet done with you. Because when the Son of Man sets us free, we shall be free indeed. I hope you're catching up, Kamabazalon. I hope you hear what I'm saying. So the Lord is saying, hey, I was not done. The enemy thought he won in the Garden of Eden, but he did not know that I had a plan for you and me. Come on, somebody. So God has a plan for you and me, and he's so determined. We see it in the book of Genesis when he's fighting for our salvation. But we are not there. When we read the book of Jeremiah, it says, I knew you before you were conceived from your mother's womb. So God knew about us before we had to, before we had to start shelter church. God had in mind of you and me because he had a plan to deliver us. Because some of us, we are born in environment that did not provide a godly, can I put it as a religion? No, no, no. That could not provide a, a godly relationship for us so that we may know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Some of us, we are born in a household whereby we, do not un- we didn't understand this Christianity. We are told that we are Christian, but we, do not, we didn't understand how to follow him as our Lord and Savior. I hope you are catching notes today, Basalan. There's no slides. You must listen and sit. Hallelujah. So you must understand something, that God is in the business of delivering us. God is in the business of setting us free. God will never stop until he set us free. But we must understand something. We must be willing to deny ourselves. Come on. Because God will never change his word. He will never change his word. We must be, be willing to stand in, to remain in him. In good times, we must learn to worship him. In bad times, we must learn to worship him because God has a plan. I ought to get. Let us move on. So we see also in the book, we see in the, also in the book of Exodus, as we move from the book of Genesis, we see it in the book of, of Exodus, as God is determined to set the children of Israel free. As he has made a promise to Abraham, I hope you are following. He made a promise to Abraham that I will set, I will set you grandchildren to multiply. They will be like sand and stars, emphasis others. I hold together. So we see that God is still determined to set us free. So we see God kicking out Moses out of Egypt and taking him into the wilderness. And we see God bringing Moses back to the, to, to the, to the, to the land of Egypt to release 
Come on, somebody. To release the children of Israel. Even though Pharaoh was stubborn, even though Pharaoh didn't want to let them go, but God was determined. I'm here to tell you that when the Son of Man sets you free, you shall be free indeed. All you need to do is to remain in him. We see it in the book of Exodus when God is determined to set us free. Because when the Son of Man sets us free, we shall be free indeed. I don't care what you did in the past. I don't care what you did yesterday. But when you are able to repent and say, Lord, I cannot do it on my own strength. I cannot do it on my own power. I need your help. That's when God arises and shines upon your situation. Because some of us, we think that we can do it on our own. I'm here to tell you, not your finances will save you. Not your knowledge will save you. Not your wisdom will save you. Not your degrees, not your PhD will save you. Only Jesus Christ will save you. All these things are temporary. We must understand that the foundation is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Who is working 24 hours. Who is sending his angelic assistance to redeem us. To shape us. So we see it in the life of Moses. When the Israel thought all hope was lost. Here comes God speaking again to Moses. And say, Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. As I speak today, there are already angels that are in position to tell whatever demonic system, whatever satanic forces, whatever enchantment, whatever evil spell, come on someone, whatever ancestral forces that has been holding you, you back to enjoy the wonderful mess of the Lord in Christ to be dismantled. So you must understand that God is determined to set you free. No wish, come on, Barcelona. The Bible says, suffer not for a wish to live. No satanic gang no satanic agent can stand against the will of God when you remain in him. You may walk in shame, but the Lord is able to make all things work together for your good. I hope you hear what I'm saying. We see that in the life of Moses. Come on, somebody. Can we continue? We see it in the life of Joseph. Can we go to Joseph? Here is Joseph. Ooh, a man who was chosen by his father. A man who was being given the, the garment of many colors. Altogether, some of us, we, 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 the day we, we, we got on this earth, it was war. Because you were made by the image of God and you were already appointed to live for the kingdom of God. But because you were born in an environment that was not accommodating the, the spirit of the Lord, the enemy had the advantage to cause division, to cause confusion, to cause deception. But here comes the Lord still working out his plan. Right now, the Lord is working out his plan in your life. We sit in the life of Joseph. His brothers throwing him in the pit, selling him as a slave to the Egyptians. But God still remains faithful. We see it in the life of Joseph. Potiphar's wife um, 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 uh, putting a, 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 a blame on him, saying that he raped, he, 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 saying that Joseph raped her, creating a, 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 a accusations and lies that were not there. We see it in the life of Joseph. We see it in the life of Joseph. God redeeming, come on somebody. God redeeming him and redeeming his character. We see in the life of Joseph being thrown in prison, but, 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 but being used by God even in prison. Because you must understand that as a child of God, when you are chosen, no matter where the enemy may take you, God can still use you. But you need to understand that it is not the trials and tribulations that are going to determine the final work of our Lord Jesus Christ in your life. Because when the Son of Man 
set you free. Eh, I hope I'm speaking to someone who shall be free indeed. Because some of you, you've been saying, Lord, I'm, I've been suffering in this area for a long time. I've been praying for this. But I'm here to remind you that God, God is still interested in you. And God is still determined to finish what he has started in your life. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Philippians chapter, Philippians chapter 1 verse 6. For surely the Lord will, will finish what he established in you, says the Lord. So you must understand that. that that's how God works. I'll go back, I'll go back to Joseph. We see it in the, in, the, in, the, in the life of Joseph. As God restores him. I hold you again. We restores him and, and, and he speaks a word and he prophesied he prophesied even 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 when he was in prison. God was still using him. We see God using Joseph and uplifting him and putting him in the high ranking in the land of Egypt. And altogether, we see him. The man who brought the children of Israel to Egypt. Altogether, and the man who, who took them out, who is Moses, they're still the same God that God did not give up on them. So, if God would not give up on Moses, if God did not give up on Joseph, why will He give up on you? Can I tell you something beautiful? You are no longer under the Old Testament, but you are in the New Testament. Do you know how precious and how blessed you are? That if God could not give up on Moses, why will he give up on you? If God could not give up on Joseph, why will he give up on you? So when we see this man, we see this man who suffered like Jesus We see this man who are portraying the picture of Jesus who is coming to set us free. Who is coming to set us free. So you must understand, Mazalwani, that God is still in the business of blessing us. God is still in the business of blessing us, Mazalwani. Can, can, can we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17? Let us go there. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. Listen to this. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So you cannot be a child of God. Listen to it. When we read the book of Romans chapter 8, it says, For we are called to walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh. So when you carry the Spirit of the Lord, you are determined to walk in freedom. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Because when God comes to set you free, when the Son of Man comes to set you free, He gives you a permanent freedom. So we are not to wait to die so that we can enjoy heaven. God wants us to enjoy heaven now on earth. But for us to enjoy heaven on earth, we must portray this kingdom. We cannot be like the world. We cannot speak like the world. We must, there must be a, an anointing that falls upon us so that it can, it can separate us so that when people look at us, they can see that this is a child of God. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about your clothes. Mainly, I am talking about your character. And not only your character, I'm talking about the fruit of the Spirit that have been, that have been produced within you. I'm talking about the anointing that men cannot deny because this anointing is being cultivated by our Lord Jesus Christ. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17. So we see God showing us that you cannot come to me 
and I will leave you the way you are. So when we read the book of the book of Peter, Peter talks about something that is powerful. He says, he says, a little while we shall suffer, but the Lord will do what? The Lord will 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 will, will strengthen us. The Lord will will, will, will will restore us. The Lord will establish us. Emphasis added. So we see that God is in the business of setting us free. So there's no area that the Lord wants you to be in whereby you are still complaining and say, God, why are you not doing this? You must understand something. Wherever you, whenever you have an area whereby you are, you are wrestling, it means God wants you... God wants you, when you come out of that area, you are being transformed into the likeness of Jesus Christ. That you come better out of that situation. So we are not the generation that complains. We are not like the children who stuck in the wilderness because they were complaining. We choose to enjoy. Come on, somebody. We, to, we choose to enjoy the challenges. We choose to carry the cross. Because we know that as we go through these trials and tribulations, we'll we will come out better. I all together. We'll come up, we'll come out better and strong. So I'm here to remind you that now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So it's not the freedom that we're struggling for, it's not the freedom that we are fighting for, it's the freedom that the Lord wants us to have. But for us to have this freedom, we must understand that the Lord has set us free. We must understand that we are flesh and we must be trained. Paul writes to Timothy and says, you must understand something that the word has been designed to correct you, to rebuke you. The word has been designed to do what? To correct you, to rebuke you. I hope you get it. To teach you and to train you into righteousness. So as we are speaking this word, as we are teaching you this way, we are training you into righteousness. We are teaching you to kill the flesh. We are teaching you to deny the flesh. We are not saying uh, you must now kill your dreams. No, you must understand something. The only thing that will stop you to be able to fulfill your dreams is your flesh. It was the flesh that made Moses not to enter the promised land. He was angry. Because the children of Israel were sinning. Come on, somebody. We thank God that Joseph didn't miss what God was doing in his life. I ought to get it. It was, it was the flesh that made Samson to sell out his glory. To tell the woman that he had the strength. His, his strength was in his hair. So you must understand something. When we walk in the flesh, we end up walking in boasting. And when we walk in boasting, we end up thinking that it is us all along who's been doing these things. <laughs> and that's when pride comes. And the Bible, says, the Bible says he will do what? He will humble those who are proud. And he will lift those who are full of humility. So you must understand as we occupy, as we, we accumulate all these things that the Lord has for us, we must understand that all along he has been our Jehovah Jireh, that he is the foundation of our resources, that he is the source. Because as the Lord sets you free, you must be aware that also the enemy is watching. That's how you find that a lot of people that have been set free, after they've been set free, they go back to what they used to be. All together. So God is in the business of building you. Come on, somebody. God, as he's searching you free, he's building you. God, sometimes he will let you go through things because he wants you to become a person that is going to be able to manage what he's going to give to you. But God, he is determined to set you free. I hope you
So Romans chapter 6, verse 23. Listen to that. Romans chapter 3. Romans chapter 6, I mean, verse 23. For the wage of sin is death. I'll just read that part. For the wage of sin is death. So you must understand something. Listen to what Paul says. Paul put it, puts it in a very powerful way. He says, whoever sins against his, whoever sins, he sins against his body. Altogether. So whenever we sin, most of the time we are not sinning against our spirit, but we sin against our body. And understand one thing, we need the body to be able to function in the spirit. That's why you must kill the flesh so that the flesh does not lead the spirit, so that the spirit leads the flesh. So when we say fast, when we say pray, we are saying, hey, be aware. That there is an enemy and that enemy is the flesh. Why? Because the flesh was conceived from sin. Because for us to come, we must we come through sin. That's why we must be born again. So that we can be born of a new spirit. So that we can experience the new creation in Christ. Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For the wage of sin is death. So when God comes to set us free... Most of the time, he will deal with our sinful nature. You can write that down. He will deal with our sinful nature. And when God deals with your sinful nature, it is hard, Bazalani. <laughs> because it is time for you to crucify your flesh. I will hold you here. I hope Langu, that, 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 that is Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It is never easy because now the Lord is crucifying your flesh. Now the Lord is, is bringing the mirror unto you. But this mirror is a mirror that transforms you. He's starting to show you that, hey, you thought you were not selfish. You are selfish. You thought you, 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 you are a, a, a giving person. You are not a giving person. You thought that you are a generous person. You are not. You thought you, you love people. You don't love people. You just love people who do things for you. <laughs> you love friends with benefit. You don't really care about people. And how can God use you if you only love people who can help you? Because you must understand something. Sometimes our destiny helpers are trapped inside the people who cannot help us. They can guide you and advise you. But the day you need them to do what they need you to do, they may not be there. Because all along God was sending them to be there so that he can build your character. It doesn't mean God does not care about you. God is just showing that you need to trust me and not man. Because the moment when we trust men, we lose focus on what God is trying to do in our life. Then it, 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 it becomes a circle that is difficult to come out of because we are trusting men with our destiny, not God. As I am speaking to you, I may not know everything about what God is doing in your life. But one thing I know, I know he's watching over everything. Sometimes you can deceive us, but you can never deceive God. That's why we point you to the cross. We don't point you to us. Because only him, he can set you free. Because you know your darkest fear. Come on, somebody. You know what you are struggling from. You know what addiction that you are struggling from. You know that you are struggling with wine. You know that you are struggling with lust. You know that you are struggling with, 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 with lusting of men. You know, that you know every area in your life that you are struggling with. And only Jesus Christ came to set you free. We can lay hands upon you. 
But you need the Holy Spirit to be able. You need to be able to submit into the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because some of us, we want to serve God, but we don't want to submit. Some of us, we, we, want, God, we want God to provide for us, but we don't want to serve in the house of the Lord. We want Jesus Christ. We don't want the bridegroom. We want, we want, the bride, we, 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 we want Jesus Christ, but we don't want the church. We want the blessing of the Lord, but we, want, we don't want to serve him. We don't want to be stewardship. I hope you know what I'm saying. So God today says, hey, you must understand. These are the things that I want you to keep in mind. That you must be able to submit unto the Holy Spirit. You must be able to enjoy the discipline of the Lord. You must be able to enjoy the discipline of the Lord. I hold you again. So God is in the business of setting his children free. He's in this setting the children free. Listen to this. John chapter 10 verse 10. John chapter 10 verse 10. I hope you are with me. I hope you are there, Basalon. Don't sleep on me, please. <laughs> Amen. So I've come that they may have life and have it to the full. Listen to this. When we read this scripture, it begins by saying, hey, for the enemy comes to steal, destroy, and kill. The enemy comes to steal, destroy, and kill. So you must understand, Jesus Christ already tells you that, hey, the one that you are listening to, he doesn't come to build your life. The one that you compare your, your destiny with, he does not come to, 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 to build your life because you must be aware of something. The enemy comes to represent something that you already have. He comes to market something that you already have in Christ. His, his, tricks, that, his tricks will never change. His deceptions will never change. He comes to give you something that, you, that God has already gave you. But, but he wants to give you, he wants to give it to you before time. I hold you again. Or what he will, he will do, he will delay it sometimes. So the enemy can delay you or the enemy can accelerate you. So, but you must be, you must understand. For you to be able not to be harmed by this thing, you must understand, guys. God can make all these things to work together for our good. So how does God make these things to work for our good? When we understand that we must remain in him as he remains in us. So when you understand that when the enemy tries to use anything that is worldly to pull you down, God will use it to magnify your destiny. God will use it to promote you. Why? Because you always remain in the altar of the Lord. You always remain in prayer. You always remain in fasting. The enemy will ask himself, this woman, we've been trying to pull him down. But what is happening? Because now God used that as water to fill up your seat. was they try to make you angry, but the more they make you angry, the more they teach you how to love them. Ah, kayabasanda helebria. Come on. They try to, 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 to make you to feel unworthy, but the more they do that, the more they teach you how to, to be able to walk in patience. Why? Because you, you, you remain in the fruits. It's like God is using whatever the enemy is throwing at you to set you free because that's how God works. I have come that they may have life. And have it full. Have it to the full. So when Jesus Christ comes, he says, hey, I came to give you life and give it to the full. I didn't come to give you a life. I didn't come to give you a, a life that is shortened. Come on, somebody. You must understand something that you shall not die, but you shall live to declare the works of the Lord. I rebuke every spirit of suicide. Every, every, every demonic force that has been speaking death unto you, I come against it in the name of Jesus. You must understand something. When the Lord sets you free, you shall be free indeed. 
So we must learn to walk with him. That's a lot. I hold together. Listen to this. James chapter 4 verse 8 says, Come near God and he will come near you. Come near God and he will come near you. Oh, when you read it, when you read, when you read verse 7, it says, Submit unto the Lord. Come on. Emphasis added. And the animal shall flee. So when we come near to God, he will come near to us. When we come near to God, he will come near to us. So you must understand something. You can never come to God and not be set free. The problem with us, we need instant deliverance. No, no, no. There is a sudden deliverance, but there are deliverance. There are certain deliverance. There are certain redemption that God will want you to walk with him. Come on, somebody. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Some of us, we only need Jesus Christ on Sunday. Imagine having a husband, but you can only talk with him only on Sunday. How will you feel? Imagine having a friend, but you can only talk with them only on Sunday. That's why we have devotion in our church. We want you to be connected every time. We want you to understand that it's a daily thing. God, give us this daily bread. I hope you hear what I'm saying. Give us this daily bread. Today, that that is our Lord's prayer. So it is a daily thing that we we need to fellowship. So when we come near to God, he will come near to us. He will sanctify us. He will transform us. He will set us free. I hope you hear what I'm saying, Mazalwan. So this is the essence of what Christ has freed you to do. God wants us to, to be close and intimate and, and, and fellowship with, with, with and have fellowship with us. So this is the intimacy that God wants to have with you. He doesn't want you only to set us free financially. Because some of us, we think when we are financially free, we'll be able to live for God. Don't let the enemy lie to you. The more, the Bible says, the, more, the, 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 the Bible says, much is required to whom is given. So the more, don't, don't touch for the blessing. Say, God, fix my heart first. Come on, somebody. Because that money can be dangerous to you if you are still full of jealousy. You may not use it to glorify God, but you may use it to glorify yourself. That's why you see many youth in South Africa are killed because they're in the flesh, they're not in the spirit. When they get the money, when they get the blessing, when they get the prophecy, now they run away and they think they can do it without God. But God wants us to understand something. We must learn to walk with Jesus Christ so that we can be set free. I want you to listen to this. When God sets you free, He sets you free so that those who've been watching your life, they can also be set free. You must understand something. Your life is very important to God. Your faith is very important to God. Because some of us, we think God delivers us so that we may be able to show forth. No, some of us uh, deliver us so that people can can see God's glory through your life. You are the Bible that many can read. God wants you to be the word. So when when God sets you free, he didn't, set you, he didn't set you free for your own benefit, but he sets you free for his own glory so that you can bring others. I hope you're hearing, something, you're hearing what I'm saying. So that you can bring others into the kingdom of God. Because how can you set others free if you are still bound? How can you testify of his goodness if you are still bound? So God wants us to, to set us free indeed in all areas of our life. God wants us to set us free. In all areas of our life. He is God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. For we are God's handiwork. You hear what I'm saying? For we are God's handy. We're created in Christ just to do good, good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. 
for we are God's handiwork. So when God sets you free, he's preparing you so that you can work for him. That's why before you do certain duties in your life, you must be trained. Come on, somebody. But we don't want to be trained into righteousness. We want to walk, we want to work for God with our old character, with our old selfishness. No, no, no. God wants you to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. God doesn't want to judge you because you were disobedient, because you didn't know his ways. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus. Do you hear that? Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So everything that you, we, we, everything that you are involved in Shelter Church, it was prepared in advance. You are not here by mistake. Where you are staying, it was prepared in advance. Where you are working, it was prepared in advance. Because you must understand something. As we behold the door of the Lord, we go from door to door. Some of us, we think where we are, that's where God wants us to stop. No, no, no. Sometimes God is preparing, shaking you. Is this one ready to be a CEO? Or he still enjoys being an employee? But he will, because you can, you can never want, let me tell you something. If you want things that are of power without God, they are going to crush you. They are going to crush you badly. You need God. You need the Holy Spirit. Because the enemy will come and wrestle with you. And he will use what God has given to you to, to, to destroy a lot of people and also destroy you at the end. But I'm here to tell you that God's, that you are the, you are what? God's handiwork. And for you to remain an excellent God handiwork, you must remain in him. And he will set you free. He will set you free to be able to work for him. I want to get so listen to this. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Do you listen? Do you hear it? Ne? Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Ne? Stand firm then. Do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. I'm going to read it again. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then. Do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. So when God sets you free, do not go back. I don't care how cute that a boyfriend is. I don't care if he does not have the intention. If he's not going to do it after two years, how, how do you expect he or she will be able to be faithful to you after 10 years? I hope you get. So you must understand something that before you get into some responsibilities, God will teach you how to be able to serve first. Because some of us we want to be saved, but we can't serve. For me to do what I do, I serve. I hope you get. It is a journey. When I'm tired, when I'm not tired, I say, Lord, thank you for your word. I'm ready to feed those who are willing to listen. I hope you get. So we must understand that as we have been set free. It is for freedom that, that Christ has set us free. Galatians chapter 5 verse 4, verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. So you are free indeed. God has already broken chains. I hope you hear what I'm saying. You are free indeed. I hope you hear. So this is the way that the Lord wants you to receive today. As a one. Can you please clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ? Come on somebody. Can you please clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ? You can open up your mics, Barcelona. Can you please... Can you shout hallelujah, Bazalon? Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. 
So God has already set you free and God wants to set you free. So it is a continuous relationship. It does not end today, but it ends by you listening to the word and say, Lord, this is the church that you've made me to submit under. Teach me to listen to what you tell the men of God to teach us and teach me to be patient as you are growing me and you are developing me. I want you to Can someone say, I am set free? Can you hear you, brother? By the blood of Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll give others a chance, brother Lord. Can someone say, I am set free? By the blood of Jesus Christ. Alright, so do this for me. Never doubt. Don't let any doubt make you think that you have not been set free. So this way we end today, Bazaloni, and the message of our, the, 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 the sermon, the message that uh, the Lord has given us, it is titled, Free Indeed. Amen? Free Indeed. I am set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Amen? So never doubt. It is a process. It is a journey. Don't give up, Bazaloni. Come on, don't give up, Bazaloni. You are becoming. Come on, you are emerging. Now, all together, one of our slogans in the church is pursue. Come on, emerge, ignite. Can we all ignite? Amen. So, come on, clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ right there. Clap hands for our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to our church podcast. We believe and have faith that you are delivered, healed, and transformed into the likeness of God in Christ. For more ways to partner with us, do contact us via our church email. Give directly into our PayPal link or visit our church website. We love you and be blessed.